as we know, we have friends who we would consider close to us. We have friends who are there for us. We have friends that will just say things like we're stupid and we know they love us and care about us. All right? We have friends who, you know, they go on and on, right? These are things that we would say stick to us, right? These are things that we would say a person would stick to us. But let me ask you a question. How many of you ever had a friend that is not your friend anymore? Because they've left you for a reason or you left them for a reason. And I'm not talking about boyfriend or girlfriend. I'm just talking about friend. All right? All right, listen. All right. So let me just say, let me say this, right? What is one reason you might walk away from a friend? Hang up. What's one reason you might walk away from a friend? They're always clowning around, okay. They accuse you of stealing $125. That's very specific right there. They call you got problems. Huh? Making dumb decisions. Make trouble. All right. People change. Drugs. Okay. Huh? Trust. Trust. Okay. Trust. Let me, give, let me tell you, let me tell you in my life, right? When I was about 17, 18, all right, when I was in high school where some of you already, y'all are in this position, I had a group of friends who I knew were not good for me. I would go to their house. I would go to their house. You know, we would have a good time. There would be no parents there. When I was about 12 years old, I had a group of guys, and we went over to one of their house, and they decided that they wanted to try to smoke, all right? Well, listen, right? So we didn't have no cigarettes. We had no, we had no, um, nothing else. We had no paper, nothing. So they just, hello, who tell the story? So we decided that, well, they decided that they want to try Smoke banana leaf. <laughs> All right? <laughs> so they, they want to decide they want to smoke banana leaf, right? Now, I know if my parents come and catch me, I give be in big trouble. All right? And what I realized, what I realized was this, that you know what? These group of friends, they aren't people I should hang out with. Because if it starts with that, it's going to get worse and worse, right? It's going to get, it starts off small, but it gets worse. And some of you have friends in your life who you know what? You really should get rid of. Because they're leading you in a wrong direction. They're leading you in, a, in a, a path that you don't want to be. And you do, you will lose friends. You will have friends who you will keep. You'll have friends who you will lose. You talk to any of your leaders, the youth leaders in here tonight, they can tell you the people we tried to impress in high school I could guarantee you that a lot of us would say, we don't hang with any of them anymore. Because life changes. So when you make stupid decisions now at your age, because you want to impress them friends, those friends may not be around as you get older. But we do have someone in our life, especially us who call ourselves Christians, who's a friend who's always there for us. Who we can always call on because he, he's right there anywhere we go. Because we know that God is omnipresent, which means he's everywhere. We can call on him at any time. We can pray to him. We can talk to him. 
In Isaiah 43, in the Old Testament, this is what it says. But now, thus says the Lord, he who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned, and the flame shall not consume you. Verse 3. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt as your ransom, Cush and Seba in exchange for you. What does it say that in the Old Testament that God was always there with Israel? He was with them in the good times, with them in the bad times. They could go through anything because they had God with them on their side. You know, we like to say and we sing songs that say, if God is for us, who could be against us? And that is the truth. If God is on our side, we know that we can go into battle. We know that we can go in and, and, and fight through things. And, and we know that, you know what, if I do lose a friend, I'm doing something for God. And I think that too many times we are so caught up in impressing the people around us that we do stupid things. We do dumb things because we want to impress them. We think that's going to make us cool. Let me ask you, how many of you ever got in trouble because you followed your friends? All right. Okay. All right, put your hand down. That's basically 60% of the room who said, you know what? I did something stupid to impress my friends. And when we did something for impressing them, friends, you know what happens? They either leave you, or you realize that, you know what? I just, why did I do that? We regret decisions that we make sometimes because we want to impress people who are there. But the reality is that, especially for you who call yourselves Christians, we need to impress God. That's the, that's the friend who's always there for us. That's the person who we need to, to look at. In Luke chapter 8, verse 22 and 25, it says this. As we consider and we think of the Old Testament, let's look at what the New Testament. One day he got into a boat with his disciples, and he said to them, let us go across the other side of the lake. So they set out. And as they sailed, he fell asleep. And a windstorm came down the lake, and they were filling with water and were in danger. Verse 24. And they went and woke him up, saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. Basically, we are dying. And he awoke, and he rebuked the wind and the raging waves. And they seized him, and there was a calm. Verse 25. And he said to them, Where is your faith? And they were afraid, and they marveled, saying to one another, Who then is this, that he commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him? We know that story. We've heard that many times, where Jesus is out with his disciples. And, and let's be honest. The disciples saw Jesus do perform many miracles, Right? So they should have known and they should have faith to say, you know what? We know we could go through the fire. We know we could go through storms of life because we have Jesus on our side. But what happens when the waves shake the boat a little bit? They get scared, right? They're afraid. It's as if Jesus isn't right there with us. You know, it's as if, well, now what are we going to do? They thought they were going to die. You see, I think when we consider our life, when we look at us, each of us as an individual, and we go through the fire as we've been talking, we go through trials, we always have someone we can turn to in Christ. We don't have to make the mistakes to follow our friends. We don't have to try to impress them. And let's be honest, right? Because some of us think, oh boy, if I, if I talk to my friend or something, you know, that... that, that you, you don't do that, right? You just don't do that. You don't talk about, you don't, you don't pimp your friend off, right? You don't tell on them because 
you know, that, that's not what you do. You see, we started this series talking about how David and Jonathan. And we, we talked about how, no matter what, Jonathan was there by David's side. We talked about Ruth and Naomi. How each one of us would want someone like Ruth in our lives because she's stuck there no matter what. Even when Naomi is saying, look, just go. Have a better life. But Ruth stuck there. And then lastly, we talked about how we have friends that we need in our lives who are going to point out the things in our lives just like Nathan and David. Where, hey, you know what? You're doing wrong. You need to repent of your sin. You need to turn away from your sin. You need to do what's right. You see, the problem for us is that we don't like to be told we're wrong. In fact, you know, there are shirts around that, you know, would say basically, even when I'm wrong, I'm right. Because that's the that's society we live in, right? Because no one, who, who likes to be told they're wrong? Who will fight no matter what that person and say, I was right? How many of you like to hear y'all, I, I was right? How many of you like to hear I was right? You know, we all do, right? So let me ask a question. What type of friends do you, do you want to have? Do you want to have friends that's going to stick by you no matter what? Do you want to have people in your life that are there for you, that encourage you, that you know even when they say things to you that others would find hurtful, that that really means that they care about you? Or do you want people in your life that's going to bring you down? You see, we need to understand as we look at tonight and and we close this series, that we have a friendship with God. That we have God there for us all the time. That we can call on Him. And He helps us. And when I consider, when I think of our life, and I think of so many things that we may go through, you know, as you get older, you know, we realize that, hey, God, may, God is the one person that we can turn to. You know, because it gets, it gets hard. It, it, it struggles come in. I want to just close by reading a verse. 1 Peter 1, 6 and 7. And I want us to think exactly when things get bad, when things are, are you know, things that we're ready to give up. That's what it says in 1 Peter 1, 6 and 7. In this you rejoice, though now for a little time, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials, so that the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold that perishes through it, is tested by fire may be found to result in praise and glory and honor and revelation of Jesus Christ. You remember we started talking about steel, right? You remember when we started the series? What, what do we say about steel? Fire, what? Makes it stronger, right? Fire also, what? Purifies. All right? We looked at that last week, talking about how fire purifies. And every piece of steel is a different strength. But when we go through the fire and we go through the trials and we go through the struggles, and as we consider it in Jesus Christ, it's either going to make us stronger or it's going to make us weaker. If your faith is strong in Christ, you're going to, you're going to stick through it and you're going to be like, I'm going to pursue Christ no matter what people say. But if your faith is weak, what's going to happen? You're going to give up. You're going to be like, well, why am I doing this? Why am I pursuing Christ? 
What did we just read? We read that we go through trials. We go through different things. But we have a God who is there for us. And I would challenge you tonight, if you don't know Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, that you would come to know Him. And recognize that when you go through the trials, and when you go through the tribulations, and you go through the fire, the fire can make us stronger. You see, when I consider my life in closing, I went through a very rough time in my life where I consider it one of the worst things that ever happened to me. But I look at that situation now and I say to myself, if that wouldn't have happened, I wouldn't be here today. I wouldn't be doing what I love to do, working with young people. Because my dreams was to play professional baseball. That was my dreams. But at a youth event, I broke my arm, my pitching arm, and that was it for me. And you know, when I was going through that time and that trial, I looked and I said, God, why would you allow this to happen? But I look at it now and I say, you know what? This is the reason he had it happen. Because this is where I find joy. I find joy in, in teaching God. I find joy in seeing young people come to faith in Christ. And you know what? That's more everlasting than any strikeout or anything else I could do. So when you consider your life and you consider trials that you go through that you think to yourself, oh, wow, this is too big for me. When you think of the fire you go through, remember this. You have a God who's always there for you. And he knows exactly what you're going through before you even know. And you can call on him no matter what. But again, I would challenge you who don't know Christ as your personal Savior. Where's your hope? What hope do you have? And the reality is you don't have hope. Because you're just living a life that's going through motions. So I challenge you, if you don't know Christ, Come to know him as your personal savior. And recognize that you could have a true friendship in him. Because he's always going to be there for you. Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace and mercy. Father, we pray that you continue just to be honored in our lives. I pray that you'd help us to just allow your spirit to work in and through us. I pray that as we continue in our small groups and later on in our game time, I pray that you'd be honored in all that we do. And we just pray that you continue just to allow us to be open that we would recognize our need for you, and again, that we would apply your word to our lives. And we just pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.